The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Green Scene on The Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low carbon future. We pledge to do more. Now, in the green scene today, uh, why we should all be eating more sea urchins. But first, a question. Do rats have the power of imagination? We're joined by Dr. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Ruth, good morning. Good morning, Pat, and happy Science Week. Happy Science Week to you, too. Now, we all have an imagination, us humans. But do animals have imagination? That's the question. Well, it is the question. And we used to think maybe that was one of the things that separated us from, from other animals. And, and as you say, we have these amazing imaginations and we use them all the time from thinking what we're going to have <clears throat> for, for lunch later or, or imagining maybe our next holiday. But we also use them in helping us to get around. So when you're thinking about heading out maybe to the bus stop or the train station, you actually think about that route in your mind. And we use that using a part of our brain called the hippocampus. And in fact, In fact, we use that as we're mapping the route down to the place. But if we then think later about going to the bus stop, the same part of our brain lights up again. So this was an idea, this gave researchers an idea that perhaps we could test whether other animals have an imagination. Okay, they started with the rat. They started with the rat, a very intelligent creature. And what they did was they were able, they spent years developing a special interface to link what's going on in the rat's brain, what they're thinking with what they're doing. So so they implanted electrodes into the hippocampus of rats and they placed them in a little harness on a revolving sphere that they could run on. And that sphere was surrounded by a 360 degree virtual reality world. So as You too, the sphere. A, it was a bit like you too. Sphere actually, um, pre I know uh, pre access for rats. Um, so so as the rat ran and moved, the world changed on the screen around it, and the rats were trained to go to specific places in this virtual reality world. And so they imagined they were moving, and as because they, they were able to run on this treadmill type of thing, exactly. but in any direction because it was a ball, exactly. And they could get them to go to A, exactly. B, or C, exactly. And the world around them changed as it does if you put on a, a virtual reality headset, and they got a reward for getting to those places. So they trained four rats to do this. They then kind of decoupled the virtual reality world from the running. So no matter where their feet went, it didn't take them to the right place. And they called this experiment Jumper after the film that was about people who could teleport. And in fact, what they found was the rats using their brain alone connected to the VR system could jump in in, in their imagination to the place where they got the treat. Um, And in Mm. fact, in a second experiment, they stopped the ball being able to move at all. And here the rats had to work even harder because they had to actually use their brain to walk towards the place. So they actually had to follow the route. They call this the Jedi experiment. And, And three of the four rats could all learn how to do this. How to do that. So this was published in the journal Science. It's a really important paper and it's the first time we've seen evidence that other animals can imagine themselves yeah. in other places. I mean, here's the, the issue. You've got um, a dog or a cat and uh, you put them into kennels and you presume they live in the moment, they live in the mm-hmm. present, but maybe they're missing you. Well, I think that, you know, the more we learn about other animals and, and we are an animal too, so it's not that surprising that we're, we're, we're maybe more similar. 
Now, why should I be eating more sea urchins? Well, sea urchins are one of the few marine creatures that's doing really, really well as our oceans warm. And particularly in places like California and Australia, sea urchin populations are exploding. I mean, they've increased by like 10,000% in some of these places. Well, because they like warm, warm oceans and they're well able to cope with, you know, more more salt. So areas where there mightn't have been the temperature that suited them before, they're now able to migrate into and reproduce and so on. Exactly. So what damage and are they doing? There's a lot of food that they like in those places. So kelp and coral reefs. And they really, really savage these places when they go in. They create what we call urchin barrens. And, and they are what they sound like. They're like deserts in the ocean where there is nothing but dead seaweed, dead coral and these sea Okay, urchins. now you'd imagine then they just die when they've no food. Well, they do, but they sort of expand and expand. And these things can just keep expanding. And they're a real problem. And actually, the, the governments in, in, in Australia is starting to be very concerned about this because they're worried that up to 50% of the reefs uh, around Australia and Tasmania could be gone if this situation isn't brought under control. And I mean, they're losing all of the really valuable species associated with reefs and kelp forests like abalone and lovely sea Mm. dragons, obviously in California, the sea otters that we're all so fond of depend on the kelp forests. Um, so, so what to do? I mean, they, scientists have looked at kind of trying to support some of the predators of sea urchins like rock lobsters. But while rock lobsters can help, it's not their favourite thing to eat. So they're not okay. the best cleanup. And even the tech people have come in and invented kind of sea urchin hoovers that will <laughs> sort of go around trying to suck up sea urchins. But they just grow so quickly that any attempt to just remove them um, is very expensive mm-hmm. and, and, and difficult. So, so are they totally edible? Are they a delicacy? Do they taste nice? Well, it depends on your point of view. I mean, the, the, the purple sea urchins you get in California don't have much inside them. They can be eaten, but you sort of need to fatten them up in advance. And people are thinking about ranching sea, uh, sea urchins. But the, the long spined ones that you get in Australia are very edible. In fact, they're a delic- delicacy. I um, mean, in Japan, they're very popular. They're called uni. You get them in sushi. They have a kind of buttery umami. People say it's a bit like eating room temperature butter. I've eaten them. I'm not sure I'd entirely agree. Um, but this is now the government is putting a big investment up to 55 million Australian dollars into supporting dive fisheries. And this is where you have to pick these by diving, but divers are attached to surface air so they can stay down for a long time. They're not breathing compressed air. They go down, they use big thick gloves and they harvest these things and bring them up to the surface. And this might create a commercially viable way to manage and handle an invasive species. And what we're seeing is when they are removed, actually the kelp and the coral is coming So they know the remedy works. It seems to work. So so this this is of interest to us because I think as we're all dealing more and more with invasive species, we need to think about creative and clever ways that we can do it in a way that, that makes sense. It, you know, it's financially viable and, and it brings back um, the natural habitat that was there before. So, so hopefully this will be a, a poster child project for how we do good invasive species removal. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Thank you very much for joining us. Green Scene on the Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low-carbon future. We pledge to do more. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.